Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your host, Steven. And Kyle. And thanks for tuning in with us today and hanging out. And thanks for telling all your weird friends about us. Way to be dope. Yeah, we appreciate that. Hell yeah. A couple of riddle solvers over here. <laughs> Kyle's getting worked up, but we won't get into that because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, I've got a story about a alien-filled hole in Bulgaria that I'm going to get to that I didn't get to last week because we got sidetracked. But before we do that, you got to get through all of the business. So come hang out with us at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Come over, hang out, share memes, weird stories, interesting articles you find on the internet. Just pretty much anything you want to do as long as it's cool. Yeah. Come and hang out with us. Build a community. Yeah. Because that's what we like to do. Appreciate you. If you have a paranormal encounter you'd like to share with us so we could feature on a future show, Kyle's going to let you know how to do that. You can old school it and record yourself on your smartphone by any way, really. Shoot it over to the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can get with the new shit and call or text Hollow Sky Podcast actual Selly, and it's going to be one six one eight eight. No, I fucked that up already. <laughs> one, Rewind one six one eight five five six zero eight three seven. I got it right that time. Yeah, call us, and then like I said, we're not quite ready yet, but we are going to set up a dedicated time for whenever. You want to give us a call and have your own episode, and let's go. It's going to be easy peasy. We hope the weird rolls in, and we keep things funky fresh. Funky and fresh, Hell just yes. like us. If you'd like to support this show, there are many ways you can do it. First and foremost, just tell everybody you know that's into podcasts and into weird shit to listen to us. Help increase our listener base. Again, you guys have been doing excellent and we appreciate each and every one of you that's out there putting in the work for the hollow sky podcast we have a venmo if you'd like to throw a few bucks in for these i already drank mine tasty little nuggets we have here i'm low-key jealous already i appreciate everybody that throws money in there pays for these guys for us you guys are dope as fuck we also have a patreon you can hop over to Patreon, Hollow Sky Podcast, search us up, however the fuck that works. Look at the tiers, see if it's something you would like to do. We've got some dope stickers, some magnets, some buttons, uh, even tiers with t-shirts and shit. Check it out. We release extra content. We try to do it every week. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. It's just we don't time manage well, but you guys already know that. That's why you're here. Yeah. Figure that out if that's the way you'd like to support us. But the best thing, second best thing you can do is go to your podcatcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave us a rating and review. Helps us kind of separate from the pack a little bit and move up the charts, becoming more visible in the podcast world. If you'd like to do that and you leave us a five-star rating and review, I will gladly shout you out if I can find it. Um, I usually check Apple and iTunes. I know other people listen to different things. Uh, from different podcatchers, but from this one, I'm going to do today's five-star rating and review. Comes to us from our friend Mark, five stars. It says, came over from the confessionals, looking forward to listening. Metal sign emoji. Oh, yeah. So, Mark, thank you for taking the time to hop over and leave us a rating and review. It's cool that we keep getting uh, new listeners. You guys are freaking dope. Yeah, we, we always love you. new people. We do. We and the OGs. You. Everyone that listens. Everyone. And buys us monsters. And that. Which is absolutely delicious. So, we're going to move on to our paranormal encounter for the day. It comes to us from our friend Johnny. He writes, Hey guys, I just heard your episode on Desert Hairy Devils. I've been trying to find new encounters of Yucca Man because my aunt and uncle saw two of them in Yucca Valley, California around the early 1990s. They claimed two giant hairy creatures with human faces crossed right in front of them, both walking in unison with each other and making the ground shake with every step they took. Then the creatures both stopped and turned their heads toward them briefly, making eye contact, and then kept marching on 
as this was on the outskirts of a residential neighborhood, but they were heading toward a dirt road that led into the desert wasteland around dusk. I've been totally fascinated with their encounter and have been trying to reach out any way I can to get some awareness and feedback on these cryptid. You guys have full permission to share my story. My name is Johnny. My aunt and uncle name is Deborah and Tom. If you guys have some follow-up questions, I'd be happy to tell you. Thank you. He also follows up with a second email. He says, hey, I emailed you yesterday about the Yucca Man encounter my aunt had. Well, anyway, I forgot to mention another detail that there was also a pack of stray dogs following them, which is like, what the fuck? So, yeah, sorry I didn't mention that earlier. Well, I'm trying to remember back on the Yucca Man episode. That was a a while ago. Been a minute. It's cool that we got people uh, coming on board and looking into all of our past episodes. But... Man, I'm curious as to how big these creatures were. You talk about them walking in unison and feeling the ground actually shake as they walk. That's 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 a lot of meat, dog. Yeah, for sure. That is a lot. And the <clears throat> the fact that they had a pack of dogs following them, I'm going to look into that and see. If, I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, I kind of do too, but I don't have anything to actually like base it on. Same. If that's a common occurrence in the in the Bigfoot community, anybody that's big into uh, Sasquatch and Yetis and stuff, we got some Sasquatch Chronicle listeners out there. If you have heard about stray dogs, kind of integrating in with Bigfoot, especially Yucca Man, please reach out to us and let us know. That makes our research a little bit easier. Yeah. Not to mention it's cool seeing the community help each other. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, You put out, you did the Yucca Man episode, right? Yeah, but it's been a minute. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go back and listen to it just so I can touch base again with Johnny. And um, we might have to revisit it. If anybody from that area also has encounters with the Yucca Man please feel free to reach out to us and we will pass any information that you want to share with Johnny because I know, as he said, he's pretty pretty into it. So we will do that. So thanks, Johnny, for taking the time to reach out and share your encounter with, uh, well, your aunt and uncle's encounter with us. I'm curious as to if anyone else around their neighborhood, because you said it was a residential neighborhood, had any experiences. I know it's been a while ago, but be interested to look into for sure, yeah. I mean, the fact that you can feel them is really—that's that's a pretty big. That's a lot. I mean, big I feel, mammal. I feel like it's either big as hell or there was numbers. Because I mean, I, you know, when I cut over some big ass trees, I can feel it shake the ground. But I mean, you're talking thousands of pounds. It's pretty big. Yeah. Pretty big squatch. Right. Yucca squatch. Interesting encounter, nevertheless. Yeah, definitely. We appreciate you sending it in. Especially how they integrated with the the wild dogs, coyotes, or whatever. It's yeah. almost like they claimed alpha because over them. You, you hear, I've heard stories about Sasquatch mimicking coyote howls. Right. Am I making that up? I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. If if they don't, they should. Let's let's put it there. Okay, I can get with that. But yeah, anybody else has any Yucca Man information, shoot us our way and shoot it our way and we'll get it figured out. So today's episode, I have compiled uh, some information that I found about, I heard this this encounter a while ago and it kind of stood out in my head and I always wanted to do an episode on it, but I finally sat down and decided to compile a bunch of research. I listened to a bunch of YouTube videos and pulled up a whole bunch of articles and all kinds of shit and just kind of put it together to share with you you guys to see if uh see how you feel about it so this is operation sunray and the sarashina hole so the story begins right at the end of the cold war right the iron curtain's fallen and it allows more and more information from eastern europe to kind of trickle out to the west one country that was finally out of the grasp of the soviet union was bulgaria As it's kind of making its move to a more democratic country, the Bulgarian military decided to undertake a bizarre operation in the small western town of Sarashina. It's referred to as Operation Sunray. The Bulgarian military were completely tight-lipped as to what happened. 
They were on site from December 6, 1990 to November 19, 1992. The operation that they were conducting would be the center of debates and conspiracy theories for decades to come. So it's been 30 fucking years now, and people still don't know what the hell they were up to. Awesome. So December 6, 1990, the Bulgarian army would move into the region of Teresina uh, in a wooded area just outside of the small village, and they would begin to they would begin an excavation on what started as just a small hole. As the digging commenced, the military would bring in larger and larger equipment to help with the excavation. All this is being done in an attempt at complete secrecy. Like, they weren't telling anybody what the fuck was happening. The area became so swarmed with military, armed guards began surrounding the site, they put up perimeter fences, they chased away any lurkers, and rumors in the village were that trespassers were being dealt with even more severely. Being disappeared... Roughed up, all kinds of stuff like that. Well, I mean, it sounds par for the course for the region. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's like initially right out of the gate. Bizarre that nobody knows why they started digging in the first place. And the fact that they started digging itself is weird because I wouldn't take the military to waste resources and time on something they didn't think would be profitable, so yeah. to speak. Some some articles I read even said that it was headed by their Department of Defense, okay. which makes it even more weird right. as to why they would be out there digging right. in the first place. Anyway, as the operation continued, public interest began to swell. Bulgarian military announced that they had come upon some information that a great treasure was located in the area and that they were determined to find it. So the Department of Defense has brought in... That sounds to like a dig cover up story. Some treasure. That sounds like a cover story. Now, you said it 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 happened in 1990. Yeah. I wonder if there was. I'm sure there was, but it's like, like a for lack of better terms, like almost like they if they had the ability to use like a ground penetrating radar or something that would key them to that location. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. they got something. Never mind. Oh, they got something. Which ties in with a previous episode that we did not too long ago. Cool. Uh, so they put out this treasure hunt story, right? At first they said that a miner had came forward and said that he had got information about this great treasure that was over a thousand years old. He said to believe to be that of this uh, Czar Samuel. He was a emperor back in like 1080 or whatever it is. And before he went to war with the Ottoman Empire, he buried a bunch of his treasure. Okay. So this miner supposedly had this information, told the military. The military came in to excavate this treasure. The only way that would make sense. Millions of dollars. The only way that would make sense is if the military in that region was more or less the government as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if the military would normally take over those types of operations, then okay. But... Well, no. I mean, I guess if it was a treasure worth crazy amounts of money, you would have armed guards. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that does make sense. Yeah, so, okay. Well. I still as, feel like it's a bullshit lie. Just throwing that out there. As we move forward a little bit, it comes to light that the minor story may not hold as much water as we thought it did. As it's revealed that the Bulgarian military had a team of at least three remote viewers that led them to the spot for oh. their investigation. Okay. And the treasure, so to speak, that was in this hole that they're digging was not called Czar Samuel's treasure. It was just referred to as object number one. Oh, okay. So they're probably looking for a UFO. They're looking for something, dog. To this day, still no, nobody knows. Right. So if you guys are waiting for answers, sorry to disappoint you. As um, one of the primary witnesses, so let me back up here. As with most mysteries, of course, all documentation of the operation and findings are scarce at best. Right. So we pretty much only have eyewitness testimony to go off of. One of the primary witnesses was Colonel Zvetko Kenev. He was actually the colonel in charge of the operation. After everything shut down, he decided to come forward with the bizarre events that took place over those two years, and he wrote a book about it. 
you can check it out. Uh, it's called the Saracena Phenomenon, and he recorded the events that took place while they were doing this excavation. In his book, he reveals that all of their electrical equipment would begin to malfunction as soon as they start to dig. The machinery and the power tools basically refused to work properly, so the soldiers were forced to dig through the rocky ground with pickaxes and shovels. At the depth of about five and a half meters, roughly probably 18 to 20 feet, the team came across a rectangular stone with odd hieroglyphic-like markings on it, which one of their remote viewers... Ellie Longanova said to be a biological protection slab. She said she received information that the writing was a warning. The beyond this slab was bacteria that was dangerous to human life and removing it was putting humanity at a great risk. <laughs> awesome. So, so they kept digging. What'd the military do? They kept digging. Blew that motherfucker up. There you go. They, every time. Just every fucking time. Took it and blew it up. Every fucking time. Destroyed the slab. They continued to dig further. Upon destruction of the slab, they uncovered this mysterious spiral tunnel. that descended deep hundreds of meters underground. As the first few teams decided to traverse this tunnel, almost immediately more strange shit began to happen. Dude, the fact that there's a tunnel that goes miles into the ground underneath a quote-unquote protection slab... Is fucking that's one oh one that weird shit's about to go down. It's the fucking worst idea ever. <laughs> it is the worst idea. So after they break through the protection slab that night, odd odd crafts and lights are seen over the invec the excavation site. They're seen in the nearby village. Like shit just ramps up. Although the sightings varied, they all reported the crafts were brightly lit and would often leave trails of fire across the sky as they traveled. One such encounter reported that a craft emitted a bright light comparable to that of an anti-aircraft beacon down onto the construction site. Any functioning machinery, generators, and one functioning excavator ceased working completely as soon as that light hit it. So everything, they were just basically saying, stop. Yeah, it beamed down and said, you need to quit. And that also makes me wonder if, well, no, because none of the, I don't know, there, there may not be any medical backgrounds on said people involved but it makes me wonder if like some of these lights and shit was an attempt to possibly contain the bacteria because i know that oh, certain I didn't think about that yeah certain light spectrums can actually could be. kill certain types of bacteria could be. i didn't think about that when i shot it down there from there odd reports of humanoid creatures began almost immediately after the slab was removed awesome Perimeter guards and infantry reported seeing things moving just beyond the perimeter fences, some, sometimes being described as frightening seven-foot-tall monsters. While oh, other, oh, my Lord. While other infantrymen reported seeing tiny little humanoid creatures hiding and scurrying around the bushes no more than a foot tall. Dude, I would be fucking terrified. Yeah, which one would you be more afraid of? Both. It's just... Because the little fucker, you're not going to see him sneaking up on you. What if he's got a little, like, small soldiers? Remember that movie? Yeah. Little guy's got a little knife. He's going to stab you in the oh, leg dude. with it. But nevertheless, that the way that's described is terrifying because it's almost like these things are staying just out of reach, just out of sight. Like like they're scoping their perimeter. They're seeing what's going on, how to get in here, how to dismantle it. Yep. Nope. 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 And like immediately when I first started hearing about the the creatures, the first thing that popped into my fucking head was... When they blew that protection slab away, did it open a portal? Awesome, yeah. To something different, like CERN's trying to. Because do. this is cool. also referred to as the Bulgarian Area Fifty One. Oh, of course. So after the military began reporting different creatures and stuff, the local villagers also began reporting weird ass <laughs> shit happening. Awesome. A couple reports I found. Um, I know Bedtime Stories on YouTube covers these two. That's where I found it, but they're so crazy, I decided to put them in here. Um, one such report is from November 27th of 1991. came from a man named Traco Kolev. He'd been walking near his home in Saracina when suddenly he was engulfed in a brilliant white light coming from the sky. As the light overcame him, he blacked out. He woke up the next morning completely unable to remember what had happened after the light had engulfed him. 
shitty thing is, is he woke up in a village over 40 miles south of where he had been walking. Oh, so cool. He got abducted. <laughs> cool. At least he can't remember, though. Yeah, I mean, that's how I'd want it to be. Uh, a few months later, in June 1992, reports that a local woman, Elka Kirova, was woken one night by sounds of her dogs barking. As she went out to see what the fuss was about, she noticed three figures running across her land from the direction of the excavation site to a nearby pine forest. When they made it into the forest, she saw a brilliant white light lift up from the woods and shoot off into the sky. She would report this to Colonel Kanev, and he would send a team to investigate, where they would find a bizarre circular burn patch in the area of the forest where she saw the light ascend from. Afterwards, she and the officers sent to investigate would report a feeling of absolute exhaustion to the point of being confined to their bed for days after the encounter. Hmm. It reminds me of, like, the Bifrost or something. Like a transport. Yeah. I don't know. It's, Hopefully uh, it is. That's weird, Transports man. Transports me. It, it, like, in the way that one's described, how she saw the figures running from the site, it definitely sounds like they opened some shit that they were not... Like, like, so, like, it got out. It's Yeah. It's out. It's bad. Along with the machinery screwing up, the communication equipment seemed to be compromised as well. For nearly the entirety of the excavation, it was reported that it was nearly impossible to transmit radio contact into and out of the site. So much the military would run a telephone landline from the nearby village to be able to get communication in and out. But operators designated to man the line reported strange whispers in the background of any calls coming from the excavation site. It's so sucky. Sucks, bro. What in the hell, man? I bet they instantly regretted breaking through that stone. Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't. So after nearly two years since they broke ground, the squads were searching. I guess there were multiple tunnels all over the place. Squads were sent down, stumbled upon another barrier. This one looking like an odd concave lens made out of some unknown polished stone or metal. The only thing I can think of is maybe like a contact lens. Yeah. Polished perfectly. It was it was blocking their path. So what do they do? Blow it up. Break through it. Bust through what? this motherfucker too. Idiots. It's reported that as soon as they busted through this concave metal lens, a giant white light engulfed them in for merely a second before dissipating back into the tunnel. Beyond this barrier, they found themselves in a bizarre circular chamber where the stone walls had been polished almost mirror-like, with odd hieroglyphics engraved all over the walls. At the far end of this chamber was a huge door. Engraved upon this door was the likeness of a huge creature, humanoid but larger. Colonel Kanev was present himself as his men tried to move forward in the room and access the door. As they moved closer to the door, they were stopped by some sort of invisible force, preventing them from moving. The more that they pushed forward, the more violently they were repelled back, some of them being thrown all the way across the room, to the point to where they were injuring the soldiers and some of them critically. So guys would push forward, they'd be forced back, push forward, forced back. Uh, after this, Kanev went on record to state that a number of his men in the battalion had died of exposure to whatever the bacteria was in the tunnel. He also states that a number of his men that had attempted to access the door at the end of the mirrored room was repelled not only from the door, but trans or teleported completely to other areas of the compound, later to be found fused within the rock tunnel itself. Awesome. Yeah, like Philadelphia experiment shit. Yeah, it's almost like... Yeah, it just made you says, no. into like particles, and you just went boop, and it's yeah, it's just gonna teleport you wherever it wants. It says let's not. And then you that. stop right in the middle of a rock or a tree, and you're like, oh great, well this isn't how it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. This is bizarre. I've never even heard this story. So yeah, they were later found fused in the rock in the tunnel itself. Kenev didn't go into exact detail of what actually went down when they tried to access the door outside of them being repelled. But what did happen is he rapidly withdrew any of his personnel from the tunnel and began collapsing the entry points as they withdrew. As Good soon for as them. as soon as they got out, he ordered multiple concrete trucks to come in, fill the shaft, and level off the entrance and just pave that motherfucker over. I'm curious as to 
like it, it states that some of the men died from bacteria. I'm curious how they knew it was bacteria. Now, was it an assumption because of the stone or did they collect samples of bacteria, of said bacteria? Let me check their records. Oh, wait. Not They here. don't exist. <laughs> but it, it makes you wonder, right? Because yeah. he makes that statement and... Could it have been radiation? Yeah, you would have had to, in my opinion, to, to call it bacteria, you would have had substantial evidence that there was some type of bacteria, actual bacteria yeah, you'd have that to, was killing men. You would think that they would do an autopsy and all kinds of shit. Exactly. Like Kenev also stated in his book that the Tsar Samuel treasure was always a cover for whatever was actually located in the hole. Of course it was. Um, again, all records of the operation were essentially wiped from public records. So we only have eyewitnesses to go on. Remote viewer uh, Ellie Laganova tried for years to get support for further exploration of the tunnel. She explained how the entity trapped within the tunnel was one of mankind's oldest ancestors. It had begun sending out physical signals for thousands of years to try to guide people to it and let it out. Okay, so... Well, I'm going to go ahead. How fucked is that first? I, that is fucked. But I'm going to interject here because that makes me think of an ancient evil supervillain. Because A, you're buried way the fuck underground. B, you're crazy telepathic. C, there are literal traps in the way to get to said entity. Right? This that's, is this is bad guy one hundred and one written all the fuck over. That's it. the first thing I thought, especially if he's so powerful that he's sending out signals. Yes, come come let me out, come let me out, come let me out. He could even he I mean they could have essentially went into this thinking that there was treasure there by him making them think there's treasure. It's one hundred percent possible. It, she even goes on to state, and she's probably under his spell, and is just his like interpreter, influencer. She, she goes on to state that this is one of the primary reasons for Hitler invading the Soviet Union in World War II in hopes of securing this being for whatever purposes he needed. Once again, evil super being. Come she on. also claimed that the creature had been conveying visions of the future to her, yes, in which she, she wrote down puppet. in four journals. These journals contained descriptions of crafts that could traverse space using the power harness from our sun, as well as... Uh, military equipment worn by soldiers that could repel bullets directly back to the weapon that fired them. That sucks. However, she states that the Bulgarian military confiscated her journals and disposed of them. Well, if there is any validity to the story, of course they would do that. Yeah. I mean, that almost adds validity to it. Yeah. Yeah, and because, I mean, think about it. How, how fucked would it be if you were out there in the woods, which would be interesting to go find, but be out there in the woods and you just stumble across a giant patch in the ground, in the forest ground, and it's solid concrete. It would suck. Dude, that would be bizarre. If you're literally out in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden there's a giant concrete circle, you'd be like, oh, oh. Well, I don't really need documentation at this point because there's literally no reason Why? for a giant yeah. cement circle and to be out here. If If it's a military... If the military dug down for treasure and found fucking treasure, or didn't find fucking treasure, or whatever, if if they found it, why didn't they just fill the hole back in with the dirt they took out? No, they're trying to keep something the fuck yeah. in. They're collapsing tunnels and yeah. concrete and shit in, dog. Yeah, come on. I mean, the, the, like I said, the, whatever is whatever beings down there is not humanity's savior. I'm gonna go ahead and put that out. <laughs> There's no True. way. True. Another uh, source of eyewitness testimony came from the writings of a military professor named Delko Naplatanov. Naplanatov? I'm probably not saying that right. I'm not good with Russian names or Bulgarian names. You always seem to find them. Anyway, his daughter Marino was supposedly one of the remote viewers said to be connected with the expedition. Both Longanova and Marina was said to have been contacted by famed seer Baba Vanga who essentially told Marina not to disturb, disturb the creature that slumbered beneath Sarashina. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Baba Vanga was uh, this blind mystic. She died in the mid-90s, 1996 or 97, I think. Reminds me of Baba Yaga. Well, let's hope it's not that. But she's said to have predicted 9-11. She was well, that's weird. said to, pre to have predicted the... Like, the 
Christmas Day tsunami and all of these big horrible events that took place. She's a pretty polarizing character in the paranormal community because she never wrote anything down. Everything is passed verbally yeah. on to one another. Which is how the OGs, the old schools did it. Yeah. I have a bunch of quotes from her I'm going to get to later about this. And I've read, I've read different accounts that she actually visited the site, but I don't know if that's accurate because she would have been pretty old in 92, right. 90 to 92. Anyway, back to Marina. He talks about how his daughter worked closely with the colonel himself and how she accompanied him into the spiral tunnel. He states that after she returned back from the excavation, she just could not get her life back together. She was just not the same as she was before she went in. He doesn't know if it's what she saw, what she felt, what her remote viewing uh, was brought out, but she ended up, unfortunately, choosing to end her own life by jumping from the roof of a building not long after getting back. Bro, I think it's because whatever that was down there had its hooks in her so deep that it was like, think about it. Cause at that point, whenever they fill that fucking hole back in, she failed her mission. Yeah. And that, that being is not going to be happy. Yeah. Um, Baba Vanga is saying the same thing I'm saying. It's not a good thing. Yeah. Stay the Leave fuck it out alone. Here. Stay out. Not long after that, probably a year or so after the site was essentially closed up, a team of researchers from the University of Sofia decided to try and run some scientific studies to discover why the military had such an interest, why they dumped so much fucking money into this place. So they set up camp outside of town near the location where the hole was concreted over. They had planned to stay 20 days on the site, but by the end of the first 10 days, they had recorded nearly two dozen UFO encounters including an odd triple sun phenomenon, like where there was essentially three suns in the sky. Well, that's weird, because that's definitely not normal. And two bizarre-ass poltergeists. That's that's the only way they can explain it was poltergeist activity, where their equipment was being seen picked up and thrown around the camp and, and in an attempt to destroy it. Which, weird. Telepathic. Telepathy. Strange. Shortly after, uh, one... Member of the group, just he said, fuck it. He's like, I'm going home. I'm not even staying out here for this. Don't blame him. Rolls up to July 29th. The remaining members had decided to start a small fire to cook their food. They had it in a fire ring. They're letting it burn down. They go into their mess tent to prep some food to put on the fire. When they come back out, essentially four minutes later, they noticed that the fire had not only escaped the fire ring, but it managed to direct itself to the tent where they had all their equipment and recorded information. And the tent was completely set ablaze. Awesome. Just, just that tent. So it has They're in the middle of a dry ass. But don't. They're in the middle of a dry ass pine forest and it only escapes to burn the tent and nothing else. Yeah, that's weird. In the forest. That's weird. It like for the, in my opinion, assuming there is an evil entity underneath there that almost seems counterproductive. To burn all the evidence. Yeah. Because you would think that you would want it to thrive and get into more mines so somebody tries coming back. Unless you don't want it connected to a paranormal phenomenon. Yeah, that's true, too. Because you know, yeah. that's kind of why they shut it down, essentially. Yeah, that makes sense. I pulled some excerpts from Baba Vanga here. They're translated into English, so bear with me. These are her quotes. When excavations were carried out in Saracino, the aliens told me that research should be stopped. Do not dig. It's not your time. There is the center of the earth at a depth of 2,000 kilometers, and there are crystals. One is big, like the sun. Do not touch it. People will not reach it, but they will disturb the atmosphere. It is a large crystal that is dangerous and will remain there as long as the earth exists. It controls the earth's movements. Stop digging because otherwise the earth will die. Hard days will come for your people. There will be many new terrible diseases if you dig in Saracino, or Saracina. There is hell in that hole, but it is not hell. There are people living there like you, but their origin is different. There is also a space device. It was sent by an extraterrestrial civilization. There are astronauts down there. Thousands of years ago, when your country did not exist, a civilization from another planet sent a spaceship with three astronauts to Earth. They are not people, but robots. 
They are sent to investigate life on Earth, but they were damaged and the spaceship or the spacecraft crashed in Sarashina. With every meter you dig, more and more radiation will be emitted. Do not dig in the pit of Sarashina. Now is not your time. That's weird that she keeps referring as now is not your time. Like, eventually, we are supposed to do this, just not right now. Or is she saying it's not your time to die yet? Oh, yeah. I didn't uh, think about that. Yeah. But the fact that she mentioned radiation made me think back to the colonel's uh, telling of his men dying and not long after right. opening the hole. Up. Right. There are tons of theories as to what is hidden beneath the village of Sarashina. We don't have any answers, but I will go into some of these theories. First off, is it the treasure hidden worth millions? Could mm. be. Could be. Yeah, absolutely could be. You know, but you think that they wouldn't have just closed up shop and concreted it in. They're like, you know what? We've been digging for two years. We're, we're at a depth of... 300 meters, we're not going 301 looking for this treasure. Close it up, collapse it, let's go. Yeah, and not to mention, the like, why allow this story to get out? Because they they said the reason for shutting down shop so much, or so quickly, was that they ran out of money. Yeah, well, it took a lot of goddamn money to exactly. fill it in with concrete. Exactly. So, there's a report that there was a... a if the treasure going on the treasure theory, there was a report that there was a giant eagle like statue found that was encased in gold, but whatever material it was made out of was not of this planet. I could see him wanting that. It could manipulate uh, the area around it, and it had all these different properties that I read that made it seem like it could be pretty fucking important if they could get it and study it. Right. And that Which was, Hitler also looked for them items. Yeah, that's what made me think of it. Like, right, could be spot on. Absolutely. Um, another theory is that a UFO had crashed, and essentially was, I guess, maybe the impact of the crash had buried it that far, but it was sending. It had a beacon within it that had been sending and receiving messages from a specific star, says SS four thirty three, eleven thousand light years away. That's weird to come to that conclusion yeah. without without some type of corroborating evidence. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to look into it, but I ran out of time. Because it would make sense, like, if the military was able to stumble across a beacon, even if they didn't understand it, but the fact that there was something emanating from below the surface, yeah, that would totally give them and anybody else a reason to dig and investigate it. Yeah, I'm looking up this star right now. SS4 SS433 is one of the most exotic star systems observed. It is an eclipsing X-ray binary system with the primary most like with the primary most likely being a black hole or a neutron star. Hmm. Interesting. Sounds complex. Yeah. And apparently this UFO is trying to communicate with it. Another theory is that whatever creature is locked down there is an ancestor of humanity. It's the very beginning of humankind. So in theory, it would kind of be like the, what they call them in Prometheus? The architects? Or whatever it was, you know what I'm talking about? The big fucking creep, creepy white dudes. I don't but remember. It could, it could, I mean, it sounds pretty much spot right. on. yeah. Another theory is that deep within that chamber is a essentially a storage unit that holds the recipe to create humans like a biological DNA recipe that these genetic engineer aliens had came to earth to start Terraforming the planet with this. How the fuck do you come up with that theory? I don't know. They just said it. I'm just saying, like, that's <laughs> because I'm not saying it's not plausible. Some, uh, some of these remote viewers that were in contact with either the being that was inside the room or the beings that sent it 
were talking about how whatever is in that room is neither neither male nor female, but both at the same time. Right. So I mean, it, so that it, would make sense that if even if it was a storage unit, it would make sense that there would be plausible that there would be something there guarding that unit. Yeah, that's true too, because they they said that whatever's there, it's it's DNA is ingrained in our DNA. Essentially, it was it was used, yeah. or maybe whatever storage unit was was used to create and populate the earth yeah, with humans. It's kind of like uh Bill Gates fucking seed bank. Yeah. Same concept. Except, except with us. Yeah. Um so those are just some kind of theories that I have put together. Uh, nobody knows what's in the hole. Nobody knows if any of that story is even real. All they knew know is that the Bulgarian military went to Sarashina and dug a big ass hole in the ground and didn't give any reason for it other than they were treasure hunting. You would think you would come up with a better lie than that. A in 2007, a television crew, documentary crew looked into it and they essentially they found that no public records exist. All military records had been blocked out and expunged. So essentially they had no information outside of like time frame and that there was digging going on. Everything else was completely wiped. So if you're just looking for treasure, why the secrecy? Right. Yeah. Outside of wasting millions and millions of tax dollars to, with nothing to show of it, but it's the fucking government. That's what they do. Yeah. But like a, like going back, uh, saying you're looking for treasure is would be more of a fucking insult to the people paying taxes versus them saying, yeah, actually we were thinking about building a missile silo here for protection of our country. Just turns out that the rock here is too dense. We can't get through it. It's just going to cost too much money. So we're going to change location. That'd be way more plausible lie to me. Yeah. But the fact that you're like, ah, we was just digging for treasure. We heard that there was some treasure down here. Figured we'd check it out. You know, Hey, it's like scratching a lottery ticket, right? <laughs> Just trying to make it hit it big. Get out of here. I found some quotes from uh, Ellie Loganova, one of the remote viewers I figured I'd share with you guys. She talks about being in contact with the beings and her encrypted letters and stuff. And she says, these were encrypted letters. In total, I received over a thousand pages of codes during the excavation of Sarashina. The texts are incredible. This is a collection of ancient scriptures telling about the history of man's creation how he was created, how he was brought to earth, how he should survive, and what we must do to keep the earth alive. Imagine that fucking conversation. <laughs> I just... Like, like, could you imagine if... Let's just pretend that we got this sick-ass new cell phone, some ultimate being decides to call it and tell us that, and have that conversation. My mind would fucking melt. <laughs> he just sent his dick pics. That's probably what's going to end up happening with the phone. Shouldn't have brought that inevitably. up. Inevitably. But and that yeah. conversation would be fascinating. Terrifying. Terrifying. Overwhelming. I couldn't even imagine having that conversation with an ultimate being that could literally tell you how we were created, why we were yeah. created. Essentially bath, did create us. Yeah. Which, ironically enough, is not far off from the conversation John had with the superior beings at Star Isn't it French. weird how all this shit, all these things kind of, kind of, they tiptoe bottleneck into the same, yep, the they same kinda, spot. They tiptoe around each other. It's weird. It is weird. It's fucking weird, dog. I, I was thinking of it when I was doing my research. Like this sounds fucking familiar. Yep, it sounds almost identical. It's it's the same thing, just worded a little bit differently. She goes on to say that the Earth is part of an overall planetary synchronicity. This cosmic civilization wants the Earth to survive. The synchronicity cannot be broken because then all chaos will come. This information is contained in codes and encrypted in the letter received from the beings in Teresina. They also talk about the so-called energy people. They are marked by them. And through the energy of humans, they maintain synchronicity on Earth. They prefer to make contact in order to get this information because it's very difficult. And not every brain can process this amount of information. I know this is true. Uh, she I goes can on, understand that. All the notebooks with codes and transcripts mysteriously disappeared along with all the magazines that were compiled from Tereshina. The film that we shot before the enclosure of the project was also mysteriously disappeared. I have no evidence left to confirm our work. I can only use our words and hope that people will believe me. 
Over the years since the end of the excavation, there have been numerous rumors and wild tales about the Sarashina Hole. It was said that the military had found interdimensional portal there, or alien skeletons, or giant crystals of power, or plans for alien technology, or the secrets of the lost continent of Atlantis. See, pretty much any any kind of fucking out yeah. there let's theory. Just, let's just throw a th- had been theory and see the if hole. it sticks at the sticks at the wall here. Yeah. There are also stories that they found a rectangular alien ship there. As a result, it was named the Bulgarian Area 51. See, in my opinion, those are all fun and games because none of them really present a reason to cover the hole, right? Yeah. Because none of them, like, they're going to cover that hole when it starts leading to a bunch of motherfuckers dying. Because something, something was in there that they did not want to get out. Exactly. Which, if there was power crystals or a fucking UFO or alien skeletons, they would take those out of the hole. Yeah. Without then, question. And then not make a scene. Exactly. My thing is, is old Baba Vanga said, you don't want to fuck with what's in that hole. Absolutely. Her first initial reaction was, you let what in that hole's out, it is going to be bad for humankind. And bro, look at the signs. You, you come up to a, a science that basically says no trespassing, and you're like, guess what? Gonna trespass. You go in there, people start dying from the warning you got on the no trespassing sign, which is tail number one, and then you get through another barrier, and there's a, a, a light, a fucking light that just beams you across the room, pushes your asses away, or teleports you into the middle of a rock, Okay. That is not grounds for an all-well-being being. You do not want what's in this door. Exactly. You do not want to choose what's behind door number one. There are booby traps for a reason. Yeah, you made it. I didn't even think about them being booby traps placed by whoever put that motherfucker in there. Exactly. I didn't even think about it like that. But the when you said it, I was like, booby traps. oh, God. And the fact that this thing apparently has telepathic powers to... Influence, yeah, to portray whatever kind of whatever kind of message they want to send out. I it cannot get more cliche, bad guy one on one. I mean, come on, you're picking a couple people, you're making them think you you're the cat's ass, you're the savior of humanity, which a super evil villain would do, and then you you get all these people to start conducting in the manner that you want. Bro, and what if, what Get if these aliens that Longanova is, ta- or Longanova is talking to want us to let out whatever's in there? So it just wipes the wipes the That's fucking earth with us. So they're like, yeah, you know, he, he who in there is not, That's what is I'm not saying. that bad. She is a puppet for whatever is in there. Damn, bro. That's what I'm saying. And then once she failed... Once they covered that hole up, that thing was like, well, don't have any more use for you. See ya. See ya. You crazy psycho. Because it's like, in that way, if you think about it like that. Oh, and you could even go further than that. You could go the path that he telepathically had the government destroy all the records. Yeah. No, I mean, like, they would do that like, anyway. Like, it's but, literally like tying up loose ends. Yeah. He's like, oh, dude. He's probably sitting down there being like, I was so fucking close. Yep. These motherfuckers were right at the door yep. and couldn't get it done. Restart. Because old Colonel, old Colonel, he was the only one. Yeah. He's the only one that had his shit together. Yep. He's like, oh, damn. My, my guys are getting teleported into the rock, the walls of this yeah. rock cave. And That's a tail sign. And he's like, fuck it. Blow this shit up. And all the remote viewers are like, no, please don't. Yeah. We got to open yeah, the door. they were the puppets. Find, find Adam and Eve behind this door. Figure Dude, out, that's what I'm saying. Figure man. out how, how creation started. When in, Straight up. When I, you're going to figure out how creation ends if you open yeah, that motherfucking door. Exactly. Which is why there was a fucking warning on the damn door, man. Come on. Like, stop. Longer. Stop. Just think about things before you do that. Yeah, which doesn't even make sense about Longanova's... Remote viewing, if that first warning they got said, do not go any further, and that was aliens portraying that message to her that she read it in the the unreadable language, but then after they got through it... She's like, let's go. She's like... It's almost like two warring factions were sending her messages. Maybe she opened the door. Whenever she got that first one, that was legit. But she opened the door, because maybe that thing caught the signature and was like, oh... 
We had somebody some, that could influence. Some idiot opened the box. That's right. Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. And it's almost like there were warring alien factions getting into her mind, being like, listen, this is what this door fucking says. Do not open this door. Yeah, and then the supreme ultimate bad guy's like, yeah. hey, let's not listen to those guys. Let's listen to me. But, but it's after the military, because she told him, don't open this door. There's bad shit down there. And the military's like, well... There's a chance. There could be power crystals. Yeah, there's a chance we could get UFO technology and armor that shoots bullets back at people who shoot at us. I think we're going to take the chance. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that explosion immediately woke up fucking... Old fucking super evil villain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a really good, I don't have, I don't have a good I was going to come right up now. with a name for him, but I can't even. So, just let it go. Idiots. Idiots. <laughs> At least we figured out another one. Yeah, Hollis guy solved it. If anybody We're wants to getting pretty good at this, if anybody wants to buy us tickets to uh, Sarasina to go no. camp out outside the concrete, we'll go look for some UFOs and stuff. Sick, that'd be sick. But yeah, that's that's pretty much like this is a rabbit hole you can dive down forever. There are articles where people claim to be in contact with the aliens that put the alien in the hole. They claim to be in contact with the alien that's in the hole. They said that they're part of a, a seven-man crew of an alien ship that crashed, and they're spread all over the world. Like, it is... That's you heard the theories. Bizarre. You heard the fucking theories. Everything from the beginning of creation itself to all the secrets of Atlantis is in this hole. So, I didn't even scratch the surface. I just kind of picked up from all this other shit that I was looking at. Feel free to dive in there. Let us know what you think's in the hole. Because awesome. Something interesting's down there. Of uh, that is the parent. But we just don't know what. Good luck going through thousands of tons of concrete to try to find it. So that's gonna wrap it up. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening to me babble on about my story. Until next time, check us out at all of our social medias. Tricked you guys there. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Come and hang out with us. Now we'll do it. Until next time, stay safe, stay weird, and if you find yourself at the mercy of an evil ultra dimensional being just listen to the signs <laughs>